Welcome to Just Jay-Z, a place where we talk all things hair, business, lifestyle, pop culture, and more. Now here's Jesse to welcome you into this episode. What's up, you guys? It's Jesse back on the podcast, Mike. It's been a little bit. We took a break because Kaylee and I have been very, very busy, and we will um, touch base on that soon because Kaylee has a new role at the school, and it's been taking over her life, and I'm really proud of her, but it's been hard to line our schedules up. So she will be back on the next episode, but today on the co-host, Mike, I have Krista, aka KJ Styles, in the house. In the house. <laughs> in the, his house. So if you've listened to the podcast, you've been on one episode. Yeah. Okay. So we interviewed you. Was that like a year ago? Yeah. Wow. I think we should look back and see when it was, but we did an interview with you a while ago. So if you listen to that episode, that was Krista. And this is going to be funny because like that one was all about salon ownership and now you have an update. So we'll talk to you about that. And then um, Krista now also works at Jay-Z, which is part of her update. And she's with me on Wednesdays. We do hair together and she's a co-stylist. So we figured today we're doing hair and our clients running late. So we're going to be just jump on really just fast. jump on. And then throughout <laughs> the day as they're processing, we're going to jump back here and podcast. So we're excited to be back. So I know. Excited. I'm so stoked. Um, I have not talked to Kaylee about this, but I thought it would be a cute idea. I just randomly thought of this. So you know how we've always done peaks and pits? Yeah. Since we're kind of like a hair podcast, I thought it would be cute to redo it to highlights and lowlights. Oh like, my gosh. The yes. highlight of your week and the lowlight Done. Of your we're week. doing it. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes. So instead of peaks and pits, I thought that's what it'll be called now. So do you want to start with your highlight and lowlight? Let's talk about highlights and lowlights. So my highlight, um, well, it was payday Ooh, like today. That, and, oh, it was today? Yeah. Cause nice. like, over the holiday it was oh, Labor Day yeah. Yeah, on Monday. And I so I pay you and I'm like, it was cool. <laughs> She's like, huh? I know nothing. And my income has officially doubled since moving over here. No. Yeah. And it's been like, one month. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Consistently it's doubled. Wow. Yeah. And yesterday I only saw two clients and I made just as much as when I saw five clients at my old salon. And your commission. Salon. Yeah. And, and I'm you commissioned. were a salon owner before. I know. Like, yes. Wow. So anyways, that's my highlight. Thanks for my financial that stability. That blows my mind. <laughs> that's awesome though. No, it's incredible. It's been so cool. And it's like one of those things that I, we got paid this morning and I looked at my bank account and I literally started like tearing up just oh because gosh. I was like, it's so full circle to me. And yeah. we'll get into this later, but so full circle to me because back in 2020, when mm-hmm. I got certified with you, it was like my income doubled then. Yeah. And then since then it's just grown. And now that I'm here, it's happening again. So it's just really cool. Oh, and um, it was a scary move, which we'll get into. Was, so yeah. to have that reward, is like, okay, it's validating. Totally. It was the it's right like move. paying off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my low light. Oh my gosh. Let's see. Um, I'm trying to figure still out. Um, I mean, I've talked to you about this, but I'm still trying to figure out like a daycare situation for my kids. And I have one right now and it's working and it's fine, but I'm homeschooling. Mm -hmm. And so I really feel like I really want to supplement them with something when they're at daycare as well academically. And so trying to figure that out right now has been a little stressful. With your homeschool schedule, do you just do it on the days that you're home? Yeah. So we do it like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Mm -hmm. and I only do it like three days a week. Um, And then I usually will also do something um, Monday nights as well. So they're getting like four days of homeschool. But yeah. he's only in kindergarten too, and his lessons take me like thirty yeah. minutes, so it's not terrible. But. And he 
is used to it. So it's yeah. not like it's something weird for him to do. Like he, no, yeah. he's like good at doing his lessons. And oh stuff. yeah. He's oh, smart. Good. Yeah. He's like, awesome. and he tested, I didn't even need to start him until September. He, so he started oh. in like the, he's tested to start like a late kindergarten start because he's more advanced. That's so cool. it's kind of nice. Yeah. So freaking daycare. Dude. It's so hard. Like babysitters and all that. I it's, literally, yeah. You don't know. That's why yeah. I'm not having any more. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I already know what I'm getting into and I'm yeah. not doing it. <laughs> it's hard enough. Like even going from one to two for me, it's like, know. now I have to have like two babysitters or one that can handle both. If I go out of town, it's just, yeah, I it's know. A lot, so, yeah. um, okay. My highlight is something I can't talk about yet, but I just wanted to like tease it. I'm so excited. I know, I know what it is. It's, I know what it is. <laughs> Could you imagine if you didn't? And I'm just like, sorry, I can't tell you. <laughs> She's all, Mm-mm. um, it's been something that's been, let's see, April, May, June. It's been in the works for a long time. Six months is when this originally came up and it's been just kind of like an up and down thing that was like maybe going to happen, but I wasn't sure. And now it's final and it's happening, which is crazy. And I hope you guys are excited about it. I'm excited and nervous and I can't say much yet. What can you say? Can you give them a teaser? I know. Like, what can I say? Um, I don't know. I don't know what you can say. What can I say? Okay. This is what I'm going to say to tease. Um, you guys are used to seeing me on Instagram and YouTube and podcasting, and maybe soon you'll be seeing me somewhere on another else. screen. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can say. And um, as soon as I can talk about it, I'll give more updates. But yesterday we kind of like got final words, so it's like a new thing that's happening. So I'm really excited about that. And then my low light is that we went camping this week, which was amazing. But I like threw my back out, and my back and neck have been messed up. And then I went to the chiropractor yesterday, and he's like, "Yeah, you've popped some ribs out of place, and your hips are out of alignment, and you're just messed up." Like he literally, like I went in to get my neck worked on, and he worked on my whole body for an hour. That's he's so like, "You crazy. need this." So I have like all this tape on my back right now, and I have to go r- run back there again today. But I'm so stiff, like I cannot move. Like it's just miserable. And trying so, to take care of two do kids. Do you think it was from like sleeping on the floor, like I, on the ground? Well, so camping? the first night we slept. Hi, Hi, Petey girl. Oh, oh, okay. You want to be on the podcast. You come say hi. Hey, what's your highlight? (laughs) That you popped out eight babies and now you're not pregnant anymore? (laughs) Literally. Um, So I think, so the first night we actually slept in our car, in our Tesla. Shut up. Yeah, because we like laid the seats down and it was like fine, but we were like, it was like squished. So I think Mm -hmm. my body was just kind of like, eh. And then the second night we were in a tent, which was more comfortable, but I think the pillows I brought, they were really flat and I think it just didn't give enough support. I've always had neck and back issues so then whenever I like tweak it sleeping it just like ruins it but this has been the worst it's ever been and then just like trying to like take care of two kids and work with this totally and then I go to Vegas this weekend for a NACUS conference and I'm like dreading like because honestly the most painful thing is just sitting right here <gasps> it sucks and that's what I have to do all weekend but like when I'm like working like certain it movements hurt it yeah it hurts certain things but like it helps me like distract myself so I'm just like nervous so yeah anyway freaking sucks but I'm getting old and that's just life so <laughs> okay so on this episode I thought it would be fun to kind of talk about your life updates okay so like I said before um Krista was on the podcast probably about a year ago and we just talked about salon ownership because you owned a salon and I will link that episode in the show notes below if you want to listen to it and then listen to this one to kind of see an update on where she's at. But I wanted her to kind of talk about her story and what's been going on in her life lately. So basically, oh my gosh, I don't, okay. Oh my gosh. It's like, going. <laughs> where back. do you begin? <laughs> where do we even begin? So, um, basically we had like our one year anniversary of the salon and, um, we, we're just floating along like normal. Everything was great. And I kind of felt like, when did you open the salon to give them a backstory? We opened, 
my brain. This is why ADHD. 2021. Yeah. 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 It was January of 2021. Yeah. Um, and then, so we hit our one year anniversary. This was like, of 2022. Mm-hmm. No, cause we're in 2023. So I, we, cause we've been open for, are you, so are you talking about your two year anniversary then? No, cause we were only open. Wait, you know what? Let's go guys. Let's go check the archives. And you're see some exactly. salon owner. I, I know. You can't even remember what I year know you for opened. sure it was 2021. No, you're probably right. So it was probably our second year. I'm going to go look my brain. My, the, the math ain't math. Yeah. Like what's happening here? I'm yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure it's 2021. Cause it was, um, I mean, unless it was early 2022, but I just like Stu and Lexi were there. So I'm like, I had to have been 2021. No, you're right. It was. Yeah. So, okay. No. So it was 2022. It was. Yes. Because this was the picture was taken on September of 2021. Oh, when you found the building. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So I was like, wait, that doesn't sound right. So yeah. So we opened. Okay. So then your, oh, your opening was January of 2022. So yes. it was like the very beginning. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we opened January of 2022 and we, um, we had recently had our one year anniversary the, at the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. And I think that Jenna and I, who Jenna is my business partner who now works with me actually at the Academy so at Jay-Z Academy, which has been so much freaking fun, mm-hmm. um, that we get to work together. But Um, we, uh, so we kind of were like in different parts of our lives, I think. And I, I really feel like the salon came into our lives at such a perfect time. And it just was a stepping stone to kind of help us to where we need to be right now. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I was kind of like, okay, we've ran the salon for like a year now. What's next? Cause I'm one of those people. I'm always like onto the next, onto the next, onto the next. I've have self-diagnosed ADHD. So I'm like, (laughs) so I'm like constantly like, I'm onto the next all the time. I can't focus on one mm-hmm. thing for too long. So I'm like, okay, what do we do? Like, let's make it so the salon can really start like profiting, you know? And I know a business typically doesn't start profiting for a few years and that's normal. But for me, I just like, first of all, my patience doesn't allow for, I'm like, okay, what are we going to yeah. do? And I think that Jenna and I had reached a point where I was kind of at a point where I was outgrowing the salon because I started educating with you, which was amazing, which last time I was on here, I don't even think I was educating with you, you yet. Weren't. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. I want to, I'm so curious because your first class with us was November of, of last, last year. year. Yeah. And you're, episode... and I came on the podcast with, um, you and when Christina was on here. Oh, you're right. Okay. So it was then... right after, um, it was Stu probably... had left. Oh, it was right after that. Yeah. Cause it was shortly after Mexico. So anyways, we were just in different parts and I felt like I was at a point where my salon was about 30 minutes down South. It was Nove- oh, it was November 4th. So you came on the podcast and then we literally went to Nashville oh, that weekend. That's right. So, okay. Yeah. Yes, you hadn't taught. I hadn't technically class. taught. Yeah. 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 So I, basically was like, I felt a little conflicted because I felt like I was representing so many different brands yeah. at that point. So I was like educating with you guys. And then I, w- I had my own brand like Cajo styles on Instagram. And then I also had wild fringe, mm-hmm. which, and it was fine, but it was getting to a point where it was starting to get kind of a lot. Cause then I started traveling more with you. Yeah. I was, you know, still doing the salon. And then I was also trying to grow my own personal brand. Yeah. And I kind of like took a look at things and I'm like, okay, which one of the three things is benefiting me the most, not only just financially, but is fulfilling me, you know, which Mm -hmm. one is like one that I'm excited most about. And that was educating because it was continuing education. I was moving on to somewhere and Mm -hmm. wild fringe was kind of at the point where it was, it was just staying stagnant to be honest with you. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but it was just kind of there and 
-hmm. we weren't really like moving upwards and onwards with it. Um, and part of that was just for personal reasons and business reasons and stuff like that. And so I kind of was at that point. And then Jenna, my business partner had had her baby. And I think that she was feeling like, okay, I kind of, her priorities were also shifting, right? Mm-hmm. Cause when you have a, when you have a baby, your whole life changes. So it's yeah. like, you know, priorities were shifting there. And I know the salon, she handled a lot of the back end stuff. And I know that she was very stressed about the back end stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. And I felt, and it, like looking back now, I'm like that really, not that she didn't do a phenomenal job at it, but I'm like, that really sucks because I'm like, I don't, you don't want to go to your job and then just be stressed out all the time. Yeah. And yeah. she couldn't leave work at, at work either, mm-hmm. you know, and neither could I. And so Anyways, we kind of came to this place where I think it was in like April or May, maybe May, um, that we kind of had a conversation and she was just like, you know what, this is kind of, this is getting to be a lot. And, you know, maybe we could figure some things out where I'm more of like a silent partner. We kind of had talked about that or just that maybe she would take us a little bit of a step back because she was feeling really overwhelmed. I was feeling really overwhelmed as well. And I didn't really want to take on more responsibility at that point. Yeah. <clears throat> and so um, I was like, okay, well let's, let's just like think about this. Cause in my head, I'm like, we either need to sell or we need to move the salon up North mm-hmm. because at that point it was just, again, where we're at, like it's developing, but it's developing at a slower rate. And so it's like, we couldn't, small town, yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. And we couldn't charge what we can charge up here, yeah. even though it's a 30 minute difference, you know, yeah. it's like, it's, it's very drastically different on what you can charge yeah. where I'm from and where the salon was. And so Anyways, we kind of had like gone back and forth and we had several conversations and we had talked to our husbands and our husbands and our, like us sat down and we kind of were chatting and we're like, okay, let's like, you know, just think about it some more and just kind of toy around with the, all of the ideas of moving up North or like selling or just closing all together or whatever the case may be. So after a lot of like discussion and a lot of like prayerful conversations with God on my end yeah. and lots of trips just to, you know, kind of try to meditate and figure out what was best for me. I've really felt strongly that selling would be what would be best in like for me and for Jenna and for our salon in general. Mm-hmm. And then it opened up a whole new can of worms <laughs> because then we have to go through, okay, we have to find a buyer. Yeah. And what are we going to tell our girls? Because the other thing is I say this a lot about Wild Fringe and I stand by it so much. I really feel like what we created at the salon was complete magic. Like Mm -hmm. you walked into our salon and it was just like the spirit, the energy, everything just filled that salon with so much love, appreciation. Like there was no competition there. Everybody was so kind and welcoming. Yeah. And that's something we really like. I guess we really pride ourselves in because we created an environment where people wanted to work there and people wanted to be there. Mm -hmm. And it took a few, like it took some trial and error on Jenna and I's part and on like just hiring the right amount of like the right people. Okay. Just so you guys know, we took like a five hour break in between what you last heard and what you're hearing now. Um, our client showed up and then our other two clients (laughs) showed up. So now we're eating while our last uh, client is processing. So I'm going to have, so if you hear us like chewing and drinking, that's why you're welcome. It's called <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> yep. Look it up. Okay. So continue. Okay. So what I feel like we really created at the slum was a lot of magic. We had a really good team. We had really good vibes. And that was something that Jenna and I really pride like pride ourselves in. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're thinking, okay, how are we going to make the transition from being salon owners to like not being slumbers. And then also like telling our friends, and this is where I was going with it in the beginning is like, these girls didn't 
only they just weren't like co-workers anymore they were truthfully our friends mm-hmm. and they were people that we really valued and loved and respected and so we wanted to try to you know like do it in a way that was sensitive and like anyways so we we kind of went back and forth and I kind of thought maybe we should have a meeting. Jenna was like, oh, maybe we should tell them in person. You know, it could be a little bit more personable that way. And I was like, okay, maybe you're right. So we just were like, whatever. We don't even have a buyer yet. Let's just like not worry about it. Because we don't we don't want to tell girls things and then have it change. Yeah. Which you it wanted to have it does. Finalized. And it did very much so. Even mm-hmm. after we told them, there were so many things that changed. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we were just like, okay, whatever. So we just kind of waited out. And then we got an offer from a buyer. Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, perfect. So we drew up a contract, a contract was signed. And that's when we started telling girls individually. And luckily everybody was really like respectable. Like they respected it. And I mean, no girls were like jumping for joy, which I didn't expect anybody to jump yeah. for joy when I told them. It's we were scary closing. to hear. Yeah, totally. And it's like, also, you know, like I said, we were all really good friends. And so it, that also was a little hard, I think for some of our girls to hear. I know like, I don't, I know that people were upset. I, mm-hmm. I know for a fact that girls were mad and they were upset yeah. and I know that we were talked about, which was a little hard for me. It's like a hard pill to swallow. It is. Cause you're coming at it from what you know mm-hmm. of the situation and it's hard when you're the boss cause you can't control the narrative. I know. Yeah. And so that's, I mean, yeah, I know that girls were talking about the situation and mm-hmm. their frustrations and things like that. And so that's where it's hard. And you and I have talked about this so many times where it's like, it's hard for me to separate like business and like yes. personal life because I do work a lot. And mm-hmm. my friends who do hair are like one of my best, like well, they're my best friends them sometimes more than you see your family certain days. Yeah. So totally. it's like, you have to get along. Yeah, totally. And so that's where I'm like, it was, it was hard. Cause I know people were upset and frustrated, but to me, they were like, you know, we understand it's all right. Like, da, 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 you know? And so I'm like, okay, yeah, they're never going to say it to your face. <laughs> no. And not that I would expect them to either, but I'll have to pull oh, it yeah. up. Get the receipt. <laughs> no, but so, I mean, everyone except for there was one stylist that, um, sent me a pretty, well, here's the thing too. So we told we told everybody individually and we pro- we should have had a meeting is mm-hmm. what we should have done. And this is like, I've apologized for this to the girls at my salon until I've been blue in the face. Yeah. Well, you've never done this before. No. You yeah. Know, you didn't know the right way to handle it and you can apologize, but they need to be able to accept that. Right. And it seems like pretty much everyone has, but it's just like, we should have just had a meeting and told everybody and just be like, this is the information that we're giving. We have a we have a new buyer. This is what's going on. Here's was the, the problem that it got out before you had a chance? Yeah, to I think that that was the issue is that people started talking mm-hmm. and then like they were like, well, did you hear, you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I don't know if that for a hundred percent, but it kind of seems like that was the vibe that yeah. was starting to go on. Um, and so, I mean, I don't know. So then we, we started telling other people individually and then some people knew and other people didn't. And it was, it just got a little messy that way. Yeah. But the intention behind it was like, well, I think it will be more personal like more personal if yeah. I can tell you in person. Especially if they have questions and they don't want to ask it in front of everyone. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, hindsight, I'm like, okay, we definitely should have had a meeting. Yeah. And I, at our very last salon meeting that we had after all of this was like said and done, I, I was like, I'm, we're very sorry for yeah. the way that Good. this was transpired. Like we were not trying to keep things from certain people and yeah. tell other people. It was just that we kind of, we were trying to make it more personal. And then I was in the salon some days and Jenna was in the salon the other days and we didn't know who the other person had told. And like we were communicating, but we also have all of our other lives, uh-huh. you know? And so it was a little bit hard. And anyways, it was just, that was like a bad move on our part. We definitely should have, yeah. but at least you realized that That's 100%. Great. And yeah. I take a hundred percent responsibility for that. And uh-huh. you know, the girls that 
I or my friends there, um, I I have pulled them all aside and just like I'm so sorry. Like yeah. that was the wrong way to handle it, and I'm really sorry. And that obviously, like I've learned a lot from that. And everybody was really awesome. Like that's good, you know. Um, and then there was, I mean, there was, with the exception of one girl, there was one girl that when I posted my, um, my like. Like, I don't even know how to say it. Like going away post for Wild Fringe. Like, <laughs> yes. I was like saying that like I'm no longer going to be the owner of Wild Fringe. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that she. First of all, I don't think she read my Instagram post yeah. correctly at all. Okay. I think she skimmed over it and mm-hmm. and read what she wanted to read. Um, yeah. And she was also one of the last few people to find out about us closing the salon. Okay. Um, and I think that she was made to feel in the dark, which I, again, a hundred percent apologized for. Um, and anyways, she, uh, we had, we have a, like, so like a salon group me, you know, just how we have for the salon. And she, we had been sending messages in the group me trying to keep everybody updated. And at some point the new owner that was coming in, wasn't quite sure if he was going to have to, Cause we were closing down the wild fringe LLC uh-huh. and he was opening up a new LLC and he was like, I think he might have to get a business inspection oh, before yeah. you can open a new business. Right. Uh-huh. And so even though we had everything up to code, he was like, I think I might still need we to might require it. Yeah. They might require it. So we were thinking maybe the salon, the girls would have to come clean out their stuff and mm-hmm. have the salon look like no one works there for oh. a day or two. Yeah. And so we were telling the girls like, that's a possibility that could happen, you know, like for a day. I don't yeah. know for sure, but we'll keep you guys posted. This is what we know so far. And then Jenna, who stayed at the salon for a little bit and was working with the new owner, found out that she didn't actually, like nobody actually had to clean their stuff out mm. and they could just transfer it over. And that was all said in the group me, uh-huh. but this specific person just like, didn't read it. I guess she didn't, I don't know. She Maybe she did, but if she did, then she probably wouldn't have messaged me or like yeah. acted the way it she acted. Like she didn't read it. Yeah, I think, and she, so at like, 12 o'clock at night sends me this message about how I knew about all this, all this long that I should have told her months ago stuff. She's like, you knew this for three months. She's like, this is not okay. Why didn't you talk to me? I still don't even know when I have to get my things, but your followers get a beautiful message about magic. And I was like, girl, I think you're just like reading this out of context. And here's the other part is like, this is already, this transition has already been so freaking stressful on me. And no one saw that. No, not even my close friends. Like our salon manager, Nicole, like I called her and would cry to her a few times, but like nobody saw the, like not even Nicole, but that's why you'd want your post to be positive because Mm -hmm. you're trying to see the good in this change, you know, totally okay to do. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, you know, and so anyway, so she's like, um, she's like, I really liked working at wild fringe, but I'm hurt that I wasn't valued enough to get anything in return. And this specific person was also late on rent. Oh no. (laughs) Not like super often, but often enough. And we never once like reached out. No, we never charge late fee. We never like do anything because I'm like, you know what? Things happen. Yeah. And she, yeah, we totally get it. We're not going to. So for her to say like, I didn't get anything in return. I was like, girl, there are so many things that we kind of were like, well, it's all right. She'll get it to us when she can. We're not worried about it. The hardest part about being a salon owner with a an environment like the one you talked about is you create this dynamic where everyone feels really close, like friends, like family. Mm-hmm. And that's such a beautiful, amazing thing. But on the flip side, when change happens or as a business owner, you have to make decisions. They kind of feel like, well, I deserve, like I'm entitled. validated. Yes. I'm entitled to know all this because you let us in on everything else. When there are certain things that you have to deal with behind the scenes before bringing people into it. Totally. That's yeah. the hard part. And that's why we didn't, I mean, anyways, so, and then she's like, 
when do I have to be out? Like I have to get all my stuff out. Mm-hmm. Do I get my rent back? Like uh-huh. I'm scrambling and stressed out, but you have magic. She was just really like triggered I, by your she, post. Yeah. And I just was like, it hurt me so much. Cause I'm like, this girl was one of my friends. Like oh, she was tough. somebody and it sucks that she has to send me a DM well, here's the in thing. the middle of the night. Yeah. It was on Instagram. Yes. That's weird. <laughs> it was on Instagram. She yeah. has my number. She didn't even text me, Yeah, you know, or message me. But also she has a right to feel the way she feels, totally. but it was just, if you were friends, the way she went about it, it could have just been like, Hey, this really like hurt me. And like, I'm feeling blindsided. Like, mm-hmm. can you explain why this happened or why you did this? But yeah. instead it was just like very like it putting it on you and attacking you without giving you a chance to explain. Yeah. And then it was also hard because it was like in the middle of the night, like uh-huh. it was right as I was going to sleep mm-hmm. and I'm like, so then I'm like up with anxiety and I'm like, Oh, yeah. so I send her this, you know, this message. And I was like, Hey, like the salon being transferred to another owner has been in the talks for a few months now or a few weeks. And I was like, um, and the possibility of not resigning our lease, I was like, but once we had an offer and we had a contract written up yeah. and that signed is when we started telling people, like yes. we didn't know, we weren't trying to sabotage the salon. Like, and I can test to the fact that you went back and forth for weeks on if you were yeah. even going to sell it. Yeah. Like you guys didn't know for a while. Yeah. What trip were we on when I was like literally crying Chicago? to you? And, right. And I remember we were on a subway. Yeah. I think it was Chicago. And I was like chat, yeah. talking with you and I was like almost in tears. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, what do I do? And like, then you called me that one night and we yeah. talked a while and you were just like me and Jenna need to talk. Like this was not an easy decision for you, which is why it's hard when someone reacts that way. Cause obviously yeah. you don't expect her to know all your thoughts and feelings, but you did struggle so much with it that like it sucks when someone yeah. does that, you know? Yeah. And they just kind of assume and jump on those assumptions. Yeah. And anywho, so then, you know, I was like, we 100, and I said this in the message, I was like, you know, we 100% should have had a meeting and yeah. just should have told everybody collectively all together. And I was like, I apologize a hundred percent over like for that. I was like, that was my bad. Mm-hmm. That was a hundred percent our bad. And yeah. we should have, you know, i I said, I'm really sorry that you've like feel this way. Yeah. I got a hundred percent get it. I was like, I'm also not sure if you saw the group me that was sent out, but like, you actually don't have to move any of your stuff out. And it was sent a few hours prior to you sending me this message essentially. And, yeah. um, you know, I was like, rent is also staying the same. And, you know, I was like, I really am sorry your feelings are hurt. And I definitely understand your frustration, but I'm also doing the best in like best that I can with the information that I'm getting from the new owner. Yeah. Because the other thing that people didn't see either is like, I essentially kind of like had put my two weeks in Mm -hmm. because I wasn't staying, I was transferring over here. And I was also trying to get all my licensing and all of like all my workers comp insurance, like stuff that Mm -hmm. I had to have ready for here by the time I started. Mm -hmm. And so like, I was really backing off as far as like what was going to happen after yeah. the salon was transferred over. Yeah. And it was more like Jenna and then the new owner was trying to kind of go back and forth. And not even Jenna had yeah. all the answers, you know, yeah. cause the new owner was, you know, kind of trying to get everything figured out and going back and forth. And yeah. so, you know, it's, I just was like, you know, this salon has like this transfer of the salon has been incredibly hard and stressful on everybody. Yes. Like, and I just wanted to say that because it's not just you that it's been hard on. Like yeah. it's really been hard on everyone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, everyone's going to have to go through like a grieving process with it, you know, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had to go through a grieving process. Like this was a really great time that we had. And mm-hmm. I, you know, but, and I was like, and the reason we didn't share sooner was because nothing was final. Like mm-hmm. there was no contract, there was no nothing. And everything was switching so much anyways, even after we told girls, like yeah. there would be one answer one day and then it would be completely different the next day. Yeah. And so it was hard because I'm like, if we would have told you guys even sooner, yeah. then it, there would have been more change and more frustration. So it's yeah. like, I was damned if I do. And I d- I'm damned if 100%. I don't at that point, Yeah, you know? Anyway, so I sent that whole thing and I was just like, again, I was 
I'm really sorry that, you know, we told people individually, we, that was the wrong move on our part and mm -hmm. we should have had a meeting about it all. But in all, honestly, I, we just didn't really know a whole lot about how mm -hmm. the best way to, I mean, we, I could, maybe I could have Googled it, Yeah, but I'm like, at this point it is what it is. Yeah. And all I can say is I'm really sorry. And yep. you know, I'm, I apologize and, and I'm going to, that, you know, I learned a lot from that yeah. experience and moving forward, I, I know it's better to do things in groups when it comes to that type of a situation. And yeah. that's all I can do. Like yeah, I can't, the best you can do. And and you know, like I said, you've never done this before. Yeah. You've and never then had to give up your business and know yeah, the totally. And I said, and it's also just so you know, like it's not my job or place anymore to communicate on what's happening with the salon. That's yeah. with the new owner and with Jenna, just because I'm no longer going to be there mm -hmm. essentially. And then she sent me a peace sign back. That's so, what got me. I'm like, Oh, not yeah. even just like a thanks for responding or yeah. explaining. Like. And then she saw one of my, anyways, she's, she saw one of my friends and was kind of talking to her about it. And she was like, yeah, I was, I was upset. And I sent Krista a DM and then I got a sob story back from her. <gasps> a sob story. A sob story. And I'm like, and I've showed you the yeah, message. It, I got, it was not a sob it story. Was, I was, it was professional and explaining and apologizing. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And maybe, like I said, maybe I could have called her and like, and I had tried anyways, there was just so much back and forth. And I, yeah. like, again, I really wish that I, if we could go back, I would have just told everybody like in a yeah. meeting setting. But, but as long as you can say that and realize like, Hey, we should have done it differently. And you learned from it. What yeah. else do you do? I know exactly. Like yeah. there's nothing I can do at this point. So, I yeah. mean, so other than that experience and I can't, again, I can't experience, I can't expect people to like jump for joy and be like, yeah. Oh my gosh, finally you're closing wild friends. Yeah, exactly. You know? I'm jobless. Great. Yeah. Like, no, seriously. And that's the thing is it was still staying a salon too. Yeah. So it's like girls it was, weren't even weren't out of the job. forced to leave. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so that's why I was like, well, you know, yeah. sorry. So you did anyways, the best you could. Yeah. So other than that experience, everybody else has been pretty understanding and I mean, it's been, it's been a really hard experience and there was so much. And there was one thing my husband and I were talking one night and I was like, it was before we officially said yes to the new owner. And I was just sobbing to Blake. Cause I'm like, I know it's coming. Everyone's going to hate me. Yeah. And he was like, but Krista, why is it okay for everybody else mm -hmm. to quit? And it's not okay for you to do something that's good for you. Like yeah. it's okay for any of those girls that, you know, for a fact, if they had a better opportunity somewhere else, or if they were moving or if they would like just decided they didn't want to work there anymore. Yeah. They don't owe us anything. No, they could you know? leave the next month. They could leave the next month and there's no, like That's there's such a good point. nothing. And he's like, so it's okay for them to do that. But then mm -hmm. the second you have an opportunity to like better your, our family, like financially and better, yeah. you know, your opportunity as a hairstylist and yeah. your goals and your ambitions, it's not okay for you to do that. And like this was your decision. Yeah. Like blue. it was definitely something that was talked about for so long. And you know, Jenna yeah. was feeling this certain way and I was feeling a certain way yeah. and it just is what we came to the yeah. conclusion with. And that's, and but it that's wasn't like one day it was like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm over it. Like, no, that's not like how it was, was such yeah. a hard decision. And yeah. I think that people, because I'm here and yeah. because it's like, I moved from wild fringe to Jay-Z. I think that people maybe assume that I was just like, Oh yeah, I found something better. Yes. So pff, that's, out. I think how that girl felt. Yeah. And that's where it was coming from. Yeah. yeah. Which isn't the case at all. No. Cause for weeks you, you, you didn't even ask me if you know work here. like it, it, it just happened. Yeah. I it to I don't it totally, remember. yeah, no, yeah, it totally did. And it wasn't until like we had signed the contract yeah. that I officially came to you and I was like, Hey, um, I, I feel like I'm outgrowing my area. You know, can I send you my resume yeah. and can I, you know, possibly come get in and you were gracious enough to let me come. But yeah. I just was like, you know, that's how it wasn't. It's hard because nobody sees the behind the scenes, but sure. anywho, but I've, I mean, the transition has been that part of the transition was really hard yeah. and 
yeah, like I said, like Blake was like, why is it okay for everyone else to do that? But that's such you a can't. good point. And I, I was like, that. and that was like my biggest deciding factor. I'm like, you know what? No, like I need to put my family first. Yes. I need to put my own career first. I need to put everything else first because at the end of the day, those girls don't owe me anything. Yep. And on the other side, I don't owe them anything. Mm-hmm. I do not know. I don't owe anybody anything. Nope. And that's kind of a harsh saying mm-hmm. and it can be taken a little harshly, but it's so true. Yes. At the end of the day, you know that if one of those girls got a better opportunity, they would up and leave. No question. Well, you had that happen. I'm yeah. Sure. So it's like, and so it's like, or even if they just felt like it was what they needed to do, yeah. not even if they got a better opportunity business. Is business. Yeah. And it sucks when you do have that environment and people you're close with. Cause it's such a great thing, but it does get hard when feelings mm-hmm. are involved. Yeah. So Basically, that was kind of then, and then I ended up leaving, and Jenna stayed for a little bit, and then, um, yeah, I've been here, and everyone's been awesome. Everyone's so welcoming. It's been great. Like I said at the beginning, I was like, my income has doubled. Amazing. Almost tripled at this point. I've been working here for a month. Just because you were charging less in your smaller town, and Mm -hmm. even though your commission here, it's like you make more. That's so crazy to me. I know. Well, and a, a, it's a lot of it's too, like my pricing was somewhat similar. I mm-hmm. mean, it definitely is different in other areas, but I'm like, Holy cow. Like, cause like clients up here, they have like blonding and extensions, yeah. like a lot of, obviously you guys are like an extension company. Yeah, so it's kind of get like that clientele. Yeah. And so but I feel like that's really what has boosted yeah. my income, which has been amazing. So do you feel like you're doing more extensions here? Yeah. Oh, for that's sure. good. And mm-hmm. it's probably nice to have the hair in hand too. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's and you know, to... I was worried cause I had a, I had a good chunk of extension clients that yeah. stayed down South, which is totally fine. Yeah. And so I was a little nervous. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm like losing my extension clientele. Yeah, sucks. But, but like, I mean, again, like there's the amount of clientele that's up here. It's like, there's enough to go around. It for is. Everybody. Yeah, exactly. Great. That's so, so good. So now you do hair one day a week, you work at the academy one day a mm-hmm. week and then you assist me one day yeah. a week, which is like the funnest thing yeah. ever. I think it's so like for me, I seriously, I'm like, this is the most full circle thing to be doing hair with you. It's so wild. Like literally and not never in my wildest dreams. <laughs> I'm like, this is the best freaking day. This beats my wedding day, like by far. (laughs) I'm like, this beats everything in life. I'm like, this is the best day ever. Like, I'm working with Jesse because you and I met at my grand opening for the salon. Yeah. And that. Not even two years ago. Not even two years ago. And I just like absolutely worship the ground you walk on. And I just think you're amazing because, like I said, you gave me so much financial freedom just from being certified from you. Yeah. And so the fact that, and I just, yeah, you're just so cool. So I was like, oh my gosh, so cool. This is the best day ever. Oh I know you God. say things like that. I'm like, you've been my friend now for a while. Like you can, you can drop the act. No, I, <laughs> you don't have to pretend anymore. No, literally. No, but like, and I think that, and I've, I think we've kind of chatted about this before, but I think what makes one, our friendship work really well. And two, me working here, like what I feel like makes it work is that like, I've been on the other side. That's a hundred percent. So I'm yeah. like, I listen, I, I, I totally get it. And I think that that's been something that has really benefited like both of us mm-hmm. is that there's like things that we, we were both frustrated about. Like yes. even before I started working here, I yeah. still would, we'd still chat about salon stuff all oh, the yeah. time. Cause you can relate. Like it yeah. is nice to have a community of people that understand being a business owner, or salon owner when you are one, because totally. yeah, you can like commiserate on the hard yeah. things. Um, but yeah, that's what I love. And I think it would be really hard to go from that role to just working at a salon. So that's amazing. You've been able to do that, but it's great. Cause like when there are situations, you're more likely to understand it because you've been in that. Role. Yeah, totally. And mm-hmm. that's where I'm like, you know, I understand that I think I, because I have the perspective of what the back end looks like, yeah. I can, I, I feel like just by now, like I've been humbled enough yeah. by, my, by the other salon that like, 
I, I, I have the patience, yes. I have the drive, but mm-hmm. I also have the understanding. Yep. And I'm not saying that nobody else here has that by any means, yeah. but I do think I have a little bit of a different perspective because yeah. I have been on the other side and because I have been a salon owner. Yeah. And so well, I think, you can't erase that experience. No, like, you're right. always going to have that, that kind of shaped where you are now, like you said. Yeah, for sure. And that's why when anything happens like business-wise with you, I'm like, I get it. Yep. You're good. Like, <laughs> that's how it goes. You don't even need to apologize. Like your stupid we, door code not working. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck is happening? Yeah, you're like, either. it's fine. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not worried about it. Okay. So, but I would be interested to know, I actually just thought of this okay. question. I would be interested to know when you have like changed buildings, mm-hmm. how has that been with girls and movement and things like that? I mean, is it, has yeah. it been pretty easy or like, what has that transition been like for you? I think the easiest one was when we went from our second building to here. Cause it's literally down the street. So mm-hmm. it was just like really close. The hardest one was when we went from the first one to the second one. Cause it was like 15 minutes almost. But I think what we did both times is we got the new building to a point where we could be ready to move in. And we let our stylists, like we had figured it out actually both times, which was lucky where we could stay up until the day we were ready to move. And then we just told everyone, you have to have your stuff out or like ready to move by Friday. And then we let them have Saturday, Sunday to like, they could choose each day to bring their stuff over. So I think that's what we had done is we did it all in one weekend and we took obviously everything and then each individual stylist like did their own stuff. Okay. So it wasn't too bad now that I think back on it, but it still was stressful, especially the more people you have, like the first building, we had like 20 people that all had to move. So that definitely sucked, but each time we were upgrading. So it's like, they were all excited. Yeah. So it's not like it was like, we're going to a smaller building, you know? Yeah. So that would have sucked. <laughs> exactly. But it's so funny. yeah, it is crazy. So, okay. So like kind of wrapping up your story, you're a month out of this now, mm-hmm. which isn't very long, but I feel like your life's already changed so much. How do you feel looking back and like going through this change now? Looking back, I feel like I definitely made the right decision by moving up here. I mean, financially I'm like way better off. Mm-hmm. And then just in general, like Jenna and I both have just, Notice such an incredible amount of like stress lifted off. I can't imagine. I would love that. <laughs> Jesse's like, that's been nice. Should I quit? Just kidding. No, really. Though. <laughs> and I mean, so yeah, I mean, it's been, I think honestly, it's just been, it's been the right decision. I yeah. always believe, like I always say this to all of my friends and all my siblings when we chat, I'm like, I really feel like there's like five different paths. If I'm laying my hand out mm-hmm. flat and with my fingers spread out, I'm like, there's always like different paths you can go down in each path you can do. Like it would just lead you to a different way. Yeah. And so when I was like praying about it and when I was really thinking about what to do with the salon, I was looking, I felt like I was trying to look down each path and be like, okay, well, if, you know, if we sell the salon, and I don't go to Jay-Z. If I go to somewhere down here, what, what would that look like? You have to if like I, play it out in your mind the whole way. Yeah, yeah. And I have a salon in my basement in my house. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I even thought I was like, okay, well, what if I went and worked from home again? What would that look like? And it just like each one had pros and cons, but I'm really glad ultimately that I chose to come up here. I've been, I'm definitely busier than I was like in different ways. I feel like yeah. I don't have to take work home with me now, yeah. which is really nice because mm-hmm. when I own the salon, I took work home with me all yeah. the time. And so here it's like, I come to my nine to five, but I'm working more days away from the home now. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of been like a transition. Like, and I mentioned yeah. in my high or my low light, um, that, you know, finding just the right kid care and making sure my kids are taken care of is really stressful. So hard. And then, you know, just making sure that this dynamic is going to be one that I can do long-term yeah. is, is going to be, I think what is going to be hard. Do but you feel like now when you are home with your kids that you're more present, like you're not 100%. as worried about that's good. Yeah. A hundred percent. Because even though like, even beforehand, I know that I wasn't always home. I, I now it's like, 
they don't bug me as much. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, I actually awful. want to be around them. No, yeah. I feel the same. As yeah. much as I work, I get excited to see them because you are away. Yeah. More. Yeah. Totally. And I feel like just the world that we live in, I think that, and I was actually talking to a client about this the other day and I was like, you know, like she has five kids and I was like, mm-hmm. that's incredible that you can do that. I would literally check myself into the Provo Behavioral Hospital yes, over here. Even like, without I, a job. Like no. my cousin who's here, we just did, she's having her sixth and she's like, I'm going to die. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, how do you do that? I don't know. <gasps> but like, she tells me she's, the lady was like, you know, I think that this generation and just like this time that we're living in, women are so much more like prominent about taking care of their mental health and uh-huh. that it's important and that it's not just all about being a mom and being kids. Yes. Being a mom is going to be the very best job, the title that I'll ever have. Yeah. And I'm, I pride myself in being a mom. I absolutely adore my kids, mm-hmm. love them so much. But I also think there comes a time where it's like, you need to pay attention to what fulfills you as a person as well yeah. and not get lost in motherhood. Because 100%. I think there are some people that can get lost in it. And then your kids grow up and you're like, what do I do? Yeah. Or then I? like you and your husband are like, whoa, who are we? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and also you're a better mom when you're a better person mm-hmm. for yourself, you know, mm-hmm. like you have your hobbies, your passions, you enjoy lifestyle. And it's funny. Cause I, do you ever do this? Like growing up, I always just thought like, Oh, those are my parents. Like they are my parents. Like they're going to do everything for me. They know everything. And now that I'm a parent, I'm like, Oh no, my parents were their own people. Mm-hmm. Like you see them just as your parents. Yeah. And then you become one. You're like, Oh no, I do deserve to have a life outside of that still and like be who I am because it will make me a better mom if I'm happy in my own skin and 100%. Yeah. yeah it's, it's so crazy. Like being a working mom, that's a whole nother episode, but yeah, like, it is. that's which, a good topic, yeah. <laughs> which I mean, you've covered before, but I think it's like that topic can't honestly be covered enough because no. that's just a whole dynamic in itself. But yes, ultimately I'm so thankful that I made the decision to move up here. I've loved every single person that I've come into contact with here. And it's funny that's because good. even even like before I knew you really well. And even now after I feel like Jay-Z has this like almost not like necessarily a bad reputation at all, but there's different people have different opinions about the brand. Oh, I say this all the time. People either love me or hate me. And it's the same with my company. You love Jay-Z or you hate it. There is no in between. It's It's the craziest thing. And you know, I've, I think that, I don't know, from the beginning, maybe I've had a little bit of like, cause when you guys came to the grand opening and then I immediately, I didn't like work here. Mm-hmm. I just started like educating. You did. You weren't an ambassador or a stylist here. You just kind of started. <laughs> I, like I just was like, come. I know. Cause I think yeah. like we were friends, you yeah. know what I mean? You're like, yeah, come on, let's yeah. go. You know, blah, blah, blah. And so I think that me having like a back end and like a more inside scoop look, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't understand how people can have those like opinions in a way, because I'm like, I feel like I've seen both sides. I'm yeah. working here now. I've seen it from the outside because mm-hmm. I was one that I paid money, yeah, lots of money to take your classes. Like I'm not like yeah. trying to just like swoop in here and yeah. get free stuff. You like, were just an outsider yeah. buying our products and following yeah. me and yeah. Yeah. And so it's just insane. I'm like, wow, I can't believe that. I don't yeah. know. Just having all the different perspectives. I'm like, yeah. it's so crazy how mm-hmm. so many people have different opinions, which they're entitled to, but yeah, totally. Anyways, it's well, so it's crazy. funny when people have opinions when they haven't met me or us yeah. and they just have an outside opinion based off social media. That's typically yes. what it is. Like the DM I got today, the girl literally, oh I showed gosh, Chris to this. You need to say, yes, I, it's say a this. random follower. And she, I like, she like commented on like, or like DM me today that was like, your client's hair is so fried. And I scrolled up and two years ago, she said the same thing. She's like, ew, her hair is so awful. But in between those two messages <laughs> was I had posted, I was hiring and she's like, oh, I'm interested. And I'm like, oh, when I'm hiring, you like me. But other than that, you hate me. Like, that's the crazy thing about the internet, you know, yeah. is people just will do what benefits them and they have an opinion about everything and everyone. And I think we're all guilty of it. Like when you're watching 
a movie or, or not even a movie, like reality television, yeah. you forget that they're not characters, they're real people. And it can be the same with like social media and online, yeah. especially in your space. When you're comparing yourself to other people, it's so easy to like hate on success is what I found. Mm-hmm. And some people have probably a valid reason not to like me for sure. Like you're never going to have everyone like you, yeah. but yeah, it is funny. Like the way that people will just hate you for no reason. <laughs> it's yeah. so interesting. It's so interesting. And you know what I find like on social media is like TikTok is wild. I've never gotten hate like I have on TikTok. <laughs> the amount I hate it. of trolls that are on TikTok blows me away. And I'm like, are you guys, who are these different people? Are you on Instagram? Like, why is, like, Instagram can still be hard, but TikTok's a whole other ballgame. Like, it's a whole mean. new level. Yeah, I it's was, weird. There was a TikTok of me and Jess, like, totally making fun. And oh, yeah. just, we were like, I put on Jesse's blonde wig. <laughs> and you were like, on Wednesdays, we're blonde, blah, blah, blah. And then there was a comment on the TikTok that was like, oh, that that blonde looks so much better on her. Her hair was greasy and yeah, red. Yeah, she's like, she looked greasy as a redhead. I'm like, I'm like oh? I'm like, okay, first of all, it was a wig. Yeah, like, this wig is actually your hair. obviously won't be greasy because it's a wig. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I literally could not. And but then the, the me, fact like. that people say that, knowing you're going to read it like that's what blows my mind is they know the person that they're commenting about is going to see it and they're still willing to do it yeah. I just can't imagine leaving a comment like that I know it's like we're on you know what I feel like some days it's like we're we're on Facebook because people are ruthless on <laughs> yes, Facebook it's true you know what some Different of the meanest comments I, like I've ever seen are from their, like my own family members <laughs> and they're, like, they're just like you know, this is your not grandma a, on Facebook oh thing. my gosh no literally I'm like what? This is like a new. This is like the Gen Z version of yes, Facebook. It is because it's just like the people comments. Are ruthless. You're like, you yeah. know, like people end up on the on the Facebook meme pages. <gasps> yes, it's like TikTok is, is like the modern Facebook. And Facebook like is where you fight with your friends and family about politics and religion and all these mm-hmm. sensitive topics, and people get into it. Oh yeah. But it's funny because if you were in person with these people, it wouldn't happen like that. No. You may argue or have different opinions, but it wouldn't ever be as aggressive as it is online. And then I'm wondering, what's the dif- what's the disconnect between Instagram? and TikTok and how is it why is it yes, so different it's so from different. TikTok to Instagram I have no clue it's so weird because like I'll still get hate on Instagram especially the more I've been doing hair videos I've noticed it but TikTok is like another level yeah. like on Instagram they'll be like ew I hate that haircut and on TikTok it's like I hate your haircut and your baby's ugly and looks inbred and I'm like oh whoa like it's like <laughs> another level yes. of just mean it's so weird I know I wonder if people like actually make troll accounts then and just yeah. just scroll and comment scroll and comment because it's usually like user 80572 yeah because it's like mm-hmm. usually like it look, they look like spam accounts yes. and I'm like what are you doing with your life yeah. like what are you, what's happening it always does blow my mind though when it is like like the dm i got today when it's actually someone's real account and you can like go look at them i'm like you're willing to put that out there that like this is coming from you like that's what blows my mind it's yeah. like it's wild but we need to do a podcast on tiktok we do like a deep dive on social media like kind of like the video i posted last night yeah. just kind of talking about how it can affect your mental health and how it's a part of our job but it's also hard you know because I think that's a good topic the other thing have you do you follow drew oh i can't remember her last name she like is this um she like hates misogynist men oh okay. she like posts tiktoks on what no i'm on men that are oh my gosh she, i'm gonna send her i can't i don't want to sp- mispronounce her last name but okay. it's like drew lafalio or something okay. like that i follow her i'll have to go look her up oh my gosh anybody that knows her you're gonna you know what i'm talking about but she is like she she's funny so really she like she what is it what do you call stitch she stitches yes. these like guys yes. videos of making fun of women and she's like <laughs> like and she'll like react to it oh yeah and she's like she like just destroys these men well she like gets all this hate but she like screenshots everything and she'll like expose people i love that 
I'm mean, like, so good because like, these people need to be called out. Yeah. I'm like, you need to do yeah. that. Yeah. I also love it when people respond to hate with humor. I'm not great at that. I need to get better at it. But like, I'll follow, like Jacob Kahn, do you know who that is? Huh. He's a hairdresser. He owns fancy shears. And oh, he, okay. I think he had posted the, like a screenshot the other day and someone was like, you act like you invented haircutting. And, and he goes, I did. Like he just responds like I did invent haircutting. Like he's just being <laughs> so you know? dry with them. Yeah. And it, I'm like, that needs to be my approach. Cause I sometimes get too like heated about it where mm-hmm. I'm like, this doesn't matter. Like we just like these people don't, you know, mean anything. If they're willing to comment something that they don't matter, you I know? know, I know, but yeah, it's funny. But also I love that about like TikTok is so good and bad because I will find the funniest accounts that literally just bring me joy. Yeah. And then also like, like that person or like I, it brings me so much darkness. Oh my gosh. It's or you go down line. the rabbit hole on how the earth yes. is flat. Yes. And I- oh, and the minute you watch a video that's over 10 seconds, it's like, oh, that's what I'm going to show you always. And so then you get on like a, yes. an algorithm. But recently I found this girl that's so funny. I can't remember her name, but she will stitch, um, videos of children that are like kind of getting in trouble by their parents and she'll pretend to be their lawyer. So she's like, I'm their lawyer. And then she's like, mm, they didn't mean that. And she like, that's while they're like funny. getting in trouble, she's like reacting, but like stuff like that. I love TikTok for it. Cause yeah. it's so mindless and funny. But then there are like the random like yeah. dark parts. And I of also it. feel like it kind of shows you what's I mean, not the TikTok is like the news station, but yeah. I'm also like it shows you what's going on around 100%. the world that moderate like yeah. mainstream news won't show you. Yes. For it anybody is, out there, I'm a conspiracy theorist. You're like, I know, yeah, especially pop culture yeah. and media. Like if I didn't get on Instagram or TikTok, I wouldn't know. Oh my gosh, anything. like who watches Fox News anymore? Right. Or not even me. like Jordan the other day was like, I get my news from Snapchat. There's like a Snapchat <gasps> news thing. I'm like, oh, he perfect. Would. Yeah. He would. But yeah, it's true. Like, especially our generation, like that's what we grew up on. And so that's our yeah. go to for information, which is so crazy if you think about it, but that is how you find out about anything now. But that's it's how I wild. found you with social media. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's insane. How well, old we will do when... a deep dive on social yeah, media. Yeah, we need to. Bad. How old were you when Instagram came out? Oh God, don't age me. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I it was... came out my sophomore year of high school. Okay. Well, let's see. Was it 2010 that it launched? Let's see. I remember that I vividly remember the night that Snapchat came out. Are you serious? Yes. I remember downloading it on my phone and it was when you couldn't replay it. There was no stories. There was no, there was no screenshot. There wasn't even filters. Oh wow. Like when it first, first came out. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I just looked it up and Instagram started in October of 2010. So I was just graduating high school that year. So I was 18. That's so so weird. So like my generation of high school was like MySpace and like Facebook kind of. Yeah. Um, but you know what, now that I, I like see that I was listening to a podcast the other day where they were talking about how, if you really think about it, like social media is such a big part of our lives now, it's really only been relevant for 10 years and we Insane. are this addicted in 10 years. Like I feel like it's been around forever, but no, yeah. like 10 years, 13 years technically, yeah. but like we were just talking about like mom talk even. yeah, and like the girls that mom talk and like how they're influencers and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. like, it's so crazy. Cause what if like TikTok and Instagram was gone tomorrow? Yeah. And you like, get your whole livelihood on it. There like, are so many do? influencers who I think luckily a lot of influencers who have made it big have marketed on that and either started companies or yeah, totally. merch or they work with so many different companies. But yeah, like if Instagram, like they were trying to shut down TikTok a couple months ago. And if that had happened, that's crazy. And even with Instagram, the algorithm algorithms have changed so much where like sometimes you can't get the same engagement. So like you can't bank on it the way you used to. So Mm -hmm. you're right. It does scare me. And I was saying when we were talking about this, that like I have Instagram and social media and all that for my business, even the podcast and YouTube, like that's all tied back to my business. And if I didn't have my business, I wouldn't do it the way I do it, you know? So it would be terrifying if that was your only 
thing because yeah. trends change. Like Facebook's not as relevant anymore. MySpace is gone. Instagram's not as popular as TikTok now. So it's totally. like, it's always going to be something new that you have to build a new following on and keep up with. This needs to be, we need to do a deep dive I on know. social media. Cause yeah. like, I could talk about this I forever. Know. I literally could too. I yeah. like, and I am like this, I am like all about like the conspiracy theories of social media too. Like I'm all about mm-hmm. like algorithm and stuff like that. Yeah. And something that I've even noticed is I'm like, holy hell, like what happens? Cause I've been growing on Instagram. I've been working yeah. really hard to grow on Instagram yeah. and I've gotten like a few thousand followers in the wow. last few months. That's awesome. And I'm like thinking, I think to myself, like when the salon, my salon page got hacked. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Terrifying. And I am like, it got hacked and we lost our, we lost everything. Like we it's lost so our whole sad. page. We lost everything. Which is so crazy that then like after that happened, you ended up it was closing just like, it. But like, <laughs> it was fine. but like if you hadn't have closed your salon, that would have been terrible. No. Yes. Oh. Exactly. I had to start a new page. And then it was so crazy. Cause then I started thinking about it. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like what if that was my cage of styles page? Like yeah. what if Jay-Z, your Jay-Z oh, page? Do you remember when mine got hacked two years ago? No. So it was two I years no ago. Idea. Um, she, you know how like you, get, you know how you get like those stupid, like spam DMS that are that's like literally what happened to me. Yeah. That's what happened. But they, they, she got a DM on, well, I got a DM that was like, do you want to be verified? Click this link and we'll verify your account. So oh, she did. Okay. And then literally text me and was like, I just verified your account. You're going to be verified tomorrow. And this is before you could like pay for verification. Like you actually had to go through the process. So I bet, were you like, what? and I was like, oh, cool. Like I, awesome. Like I thought it was legit and no, that was a hack. So they hacked into my account and um, how many followers were you at this point? Do you know? I was, I wasn't at a hundred K yet, but I was close. Cause mm-hmm. it was around that time that I was like getting mm-hmm. closer. So I was probably like 80,000 something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember like immediately the next morning I wake up, my page is gone. Um, I couldn't sign in. It kicked me out and they had changed my username to the escapist is back. And the picture was like a little cat wearing headphones, like on a computer. It was the weirdest thing. And they like, like, um, started like posting weird things. And so did they luckily, delete any of your posts? No, luckily which it could have happened, but I was really fortunate in this situation because at the time I had a brand manager and she, so what happened? So she had a contact at Instagram and she got it back within like less than 24 hours for me. (gasps) But if I hadn't have had that, like I have people to this day ask me like, how did you get your account back? And I'm like, I really don't know. I wish I could help. But like she did it. Um, I had to like, I actually had the photo. I had to like hold up a photo of me with my Instagram name and like the date and like a certain code Instagram sent me to prove it was me. And then I got it back. Um, but like, even now, if I ever log out of my Jay-Z styles account and I try to log back in, it'll still pop up escapist is back. Like it'll ask me if that's my username. It's wild. But, but going back to that, that flipped me out, like freaked me out so bad. Cause I was like, that's what I built my whole career on. Like my YouTube I, is great too. I'm like, like speechless. Yeah, TikTok literally. wasn't a thing back then. That was literally my whole life. Yeah. And I was like, what am I going to do? I have to start all over. Oh, could you even imagine? Yeah. So don't fall for scams. And if don't you do open any links, do not No. Don't, if it looks like a scary per, don't even open the message. Don't click on a link. Even today we were talking to my grandpa, my grandma got a like text and they're like, our phone bill's going up. I'm like, no, that's a scam. Like don't click on anything, especially elderly. Like they target you. Like don't do that. And so I don't think crazy. people me, and like what like, happened with our salon page is that we, we said the, we got a message and it was literally looked like it was from Instagram verified the whole freaking thing. Yes. That's how it looks. That's, that's how it looks. And, and, yep. they, and so I looked at the account. Yeah. Tons of followers. Like, I don't know yep. how they freaking, mo- they probably bought the followers though. Maybe yeah. like, mm-hmm. I don't even know. So it looked so legit and they were like, Oh, you're, you're going to get a copyright strike. And we're going to oh, shut down your yes. account. Yes. And so they try to scare you and then you have to like fill out this thing. So yes. they've come out and they've said, Instagram will never contact you on Instagram ever. Well, so now, but like, but it's good now. I know because, that now. Yeah. You're like, yeah. but you don't know that until it happens. So yeah. it's just crazy. But 
Well, we will do a deep dive. We'll do a social media like episode because I think that would be really cool. But well, it was great to podcast again. I think it's been over a month for sure since the last episode. So this was like a fun one to come back on. And, um, Thank you for sharing your story, Krista. Thanks for having me. Go listen to her Anytime. first episode with us. I'll link it in the show notes so you can kind of like get a full circle idea of like where she started and where she's at now. And then also follow her on Instagram. I'll put that in the show notes. And then Kaylee will be back on the next episode. Um, and we're going to be trying to podcast and get an episode episode out every week. The podcast is like really just something we do for fun because we have so many other things going on, but we were talking about stay like, it's so fun. I love podcasting. So I need to like make it more of a priority, but okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to just Jay-Z, a place where we talk all things, hair, business, lifestyle, pop culture, and more. Don't forget to rate and review this episode. 